How about them Cardinals? First home win, first career win for Jonathan Gannon as a head coach, first career win for Josh Dobbs as a quarterback. Quite the win, quite the performance for the Arizona Cardinals, their first win of the season. We're going to break it all down right here on Morning Scramble, presented by Verizon from the SeatGeek Studios with Jody Jackson and Zach Gershman, the birthday boy. I'm Danny Sarag. Thank you all so much for joining us. Guys, an underdog <laughs> win against the number one defense in the league in the Dallas Cowboys doesn't get much better than that. I mean, it's a victory Monday. It's a happy birthday, Zach. <laughs> it's a good day. <laughs> We're all wearing red. We didn't even coordinate. We're feeling red. We're feeling the Red Sea, the Bird Gang. Everything came together yesterday. Kind of shocking the world, and yet... Um, it's interesting to me because, you know, the numbers, and we all know these from prepping the game all week, but now the Cardinals have won seven of their last eight against the Cowboys and three straight. So have their number a little bit, frankly. But you're right, Danny, because they came in with such a disruptive defense uh, and the Cardinals didn't turn the ball over once, uh, just a fantastic performance all around. I got to give JG a thank you for like the early birthday gift. It was a pretty, was a pretty right. good one. Coming away with my first win as an employee of the Arizona Cardinals, so that was pretty cool to see. Uh, this team definitely heard the noise uh, throughout the week. Uh, DJ Humphrey spoke about how every single time you turn on the TV, you're comparing it to the 85 Bears. This team shut down those rumors, shut down that noise, and they made a name for themselves in this one. Let's take a closer look at the team stats from the Arizona Cardinals. On offense, 400 total yards, zero turnovers against the number one defense in the league. Cowboys enter that game as the number one defense in 11 different categories. Three touchdowns on defense, two sacks, one interception, just one touchdown allowed. Very impressive across the board. We'll talk about special teams later as well. On offense, they continued to make strides. They ran all over this Cowboys defense, and it wasn't just quarterback Josh Dobbs, who we have seen improve week to week. He's only been a Cardinal for roughly a month. The offense as a whole has been much more effective, fewer penalties. It just seems like there's been smarter play. Now, entering this game on Sunday, the Cowboys <clears throat> had allowed just 348 yards in their previous two games combined. Cardinals put up 400. Jody, how'd this Cardinals offense get it done? Well, um, look, in the NFL, and really anytime you're preparing for a football game, it's, it's two things on the most basic level. It's preparation and then execution. And they had both of those at the very highest level for me. And it, and it started right from the get-go because there was a lot of talk about running right at Micah Parsons. And if you really think about if that makes sense or not, you saw in the game plan from Drew Petzing, which I thought was masterful, it was really about not worrying as much about where Micah Parsons is, but where you are going to dictate play. And on Josh Dobbs running the ball, the fake to James Conner, that was a perfect example. That sucked in the defense, including Micah Parsons. Josh Dobbs runs for 44 yards. So to me, that was a microcosm of what were the Cardinals going to do in this game. They were going to dictate play, and it was going to use Parsons' aggressiveness against the Cowboys' defense as a whole. And that, to me, was the start of what they did offensively. It was just terrific. And the fact that Dobbs was able to get better and better each week took another jump, as you spoke with him, I think, earlier in the week about that. And... Uh, I mean, he's, he's such a smart player. And as like you said, smarter play starts with the quarterback, Danny. And, and Zach, I know, you know, again, they, it's easy to say you have this plan, but how do you execute it? That's the other part. They were able to execute these plays and the throws, not just the running, the running game, which was impressive, but Josh Dobbs made some big throws too. It's fascinating because everyone always says that they have a game, play, a game plan to stop Micah Parsons, as, as every coach should say. 
But the fact that the Cardinals had it and executed it, Micah had one sack and he did his lion crawl all the way back to the Cowboys sideline for that first three and out. I believe that was the only three and out that the Cardinals did have in that second half. They limited him and they used his aggressiveness and that's how that, that read option run for mm-hmm. 44 yards. They, Micah Parsons bid on that. And you could see that the entire time this Cowboys defense had so much noise surrounding it that they're an aggressive unit. When you take a big hit like losing Trayvon Diggs, that starts to take a little bit out of their wind out of their sails a little bit for the Dallas Cowboys. And the Cardinals took advantage of that on all three phases. Running the ball was very effective for Arizona. James Conner with another incredible performance, 98 rushing yards on 14 carries. James Conner is averaging 5.2 yards per carry. The only player with a better number than that right now in the league, Christian McCaffrey with the 49ers, who's averaging 5.9. Conner has taken this load as RB1 on his shoulders, and he has performed better week after week after week. The Cardinals have had eight runs of 20-plus yards this year. Do you know how many they had in total last year? How many, Dan? Nine. (laughs) <laughs> That's the pace that and this we're in offense. What, week three. Yes, week three. It's been incredibly impressive. Offensive coordinator Drew Pedson came in to this organization, said he wanted to run the ball, and that's exactly what he's done. It's been impressive what he has gotten from this offense, and he's been true to what he has said he's wanted to do. I liked in this game seeing a little bit more of those wide receivers. We'd only mm-hmm. seen yeah. a little bit of Hollywood Brown, a little bit of Rondell Moore, not a lot of Michael Wilson, and. The numbers, sure, especially with Michael Wilson, might look a little staggered because he had one big play, right? That that goes into his big number, finishing with 86 total receiving yards. But what I like was that you were utilizing all three of them in the best way for their skill set. We were seeing the speed with Hollywood Brown and the distance he was creating with defenders with that really great touchdown route. Uh, Rondell Moore, his touchdown was incredible to use the speed that Rondell Moore has, took the ball out of the backfield, 45-yard touchdown run, completely untouched by defenders. It was great blocking. I really like how all these receivers are being utilized to their specific skill set. What I really liked about the Rondell Moore touchdown is actually what happened after that because then you're like, okay, here's our shiny toy here. He's not new. He's been around our shiny toy Rondell Moore. Now he's spinning around in the backfield with James Conner there, and it's, again, messing with the minds of the Cowboys defense and I, and I love that just a, a great game plan Zach lots yesterday. of creative play calling from Drew Petsing and Danny your point about utilizing the wide receivers to their skill set you know Michael Wilson's a big body he's the type of player you want to go down deep if you're going to throw that ball up you want Michael Wilson to be the person to come down with it Hollywood Brown's speed those slant routes up the middle is his specialty and to utilize the five foot seven wide receiver turn running back in Rondale Moore and have him just bust one right off the hole and go all the way into the end zone. Uh, the stadium erupting for very good reason. Let's take a closer look at how Arizona's defense performed. What was impressive to me was shutting down their number one receiver in C.D. Lamb. Entering Sunday's game, Lamb accounted for more than half of the Cowboys' 400 total receiving yards. Against Arizona, Lamb finished with just 53. There were some big-time plays to some other wide receivers. Michael Gallup was more involved than he had been so far this season. However, I do think it's impressive that this secondary was able to shut down your number one receiver. That's got to be the main goal week after week. Jody, what did you see from the Cardinals secondary, who are still without their big-time leader, 
Buda Baker dealing with a hamstring. Yeah, I saw more improvement from Keitrell Clark and uh, Marco Wilson. They had to come up in a big spot in this game. And uh, the defense as a whole just did a fantastic job. You know, Jalen Thompson back there as well. Um, they have guys that work together well as a team, even though they haven't been playing together all that long. But, boy, the defensive just as a whole – you know, zooming out on the effort by the defense. I personally thought the path to keeping the game close and possibly winning the game would have to be the defensive effort. Uh, the offense surpassed my expectations, but boy, the defense did exactly what I thought that they could do, which is play another physical brand of football. And it was bend but don't break. You know, again, uh, the key was stopping them in the red zone. They pretty much did that. They had to settle for field goals all day. Mike McCarthy, after the game, seemed incredibly frustrated. Um, which, by the way, the Cardinals and, and that building in particular seem to have his number over the years, um, going back to his Packers days. And so, you know, just a great effort. Again, the energy, the intensity that they bring, the physicality. It really, it wears down an offense, and, and it makes guys think twice about, you know, going for the ball and things like that. And, you know, C.D. Lamb, second half, they went at Clark directly and, and did make some plays, but he held his own. And uh, I even saw some comments after the game about, you know, Jonathan Gannon saying, you know, that's part of a rookie's progression. You're going to have some bad moments. It's how do you come back from it? And he has shown he can do that. Keytrell Clark put it. I saw on Twitter earlier on the week, somebody tweeted out a couple of different photos of Keytrell and said, this guy is really a six-round pick, is going to go against one of the top receivers in the NFL and C.D. Lamb. And Keytrell Clark sent him an emoji and <laughs> uh, basically put, kept his receipts. And although there were moments where he did get exposed a little bit, as a six-round rookie will against a very talented offense that the Dallas Cowboys do have, he did hold his own. And I think he earned the respect of guys like C.D. Lamb, knowing that he was on the field for 100% of the snaps the entire game, and he did a pretty solid job. We know his closing speed on the times that he was able to get exposed and how he was able to right away get back in there, try to make the tackle. We saw it in the game against the New York Giants. So he, he held his own, and I'm excited to see his progression. It's only been three weeks what as a, a starting. What a great find. He's incredible, been. Yeah. incredible. And I know that that's something Monty Austin-Ford's gotten a lot of credit for, is finding those late-round picks. Dante Stills, a six-round pick mm -hmm. also, starting on that defensive line right now with all the injuries that they've had. Keytrell Clark, Michael Wilson being a late-round pick as well. Even though he was slotted to be a lot higher due to his injury status, he fell a little bit, and Monty Austin-Ford picked him up. The draft finds in this 2023 draft class has made a name for themselves. Their football IQ has been discussed as being one of the best. Buda Baker spoke about how mature they are, and they're putting it out on the field against America's team. Here's the concerning pattern for me from what we've seen through three weeks with this Cardinals defense is stopping the run in the second half. It seems like that is the adjustment being made at halftime by the Cardinals opponents. And I'm not sure if that is a stamina issue or that is just being so worn down or not being prepared for those adjustments. But that was something that stood out to me that is an area of improvement that we need to see from Arizona's defense is stopping the run in the second half. The Cardinals ended up giving up 185 rushing yards. But there are moments like Cowboys running back Rico Dattle, who had what should have been a two-yard run, turned to almost, what, nine or ten yards. And the problem with that is I counted seven different Cardinals players who were within arm's reach, unable to bring him to the ground. That's still an area of improvement is stopping the run, specifically in the second half. Why do you think that's been such a change, Zach, from the first to the second? I, I, I wish I knew. And if I knew, I'd take Nick Rollins' <laughs> job. But I think that a big part of it has been just the – 
they, they've been letting them go. They're the tackling. They haven't been able to wrap them up as much. And whether it's because you go into it with that natural instinct of, okay, we have a lead right now. We could take the foot off the gas a little bit. Maybe that's why they do it. I don't want to question that necessarily because they did come back out and they did perform well in the second half, something that they have not been able to do in that first two games. The, the theme of finishing was executed this go around. But as to why they were able to do it, I just think that when it comes to a shifty running back like Dowdle or Tony Power, they were able to get around a little bit. The tackling, though, is definitely an area of emphasis for this week. Very impressive, though, overall for the Cardinals, and in large part due to special teams, which doesn't particularly get enough love, <laughs> as they probably should. So we're going to give some love to special teams here on Morning Scramble. Kicker Matt Prater has, unsurprisingly, surprised us with <laughs> just with his talent with the power of his leg Prater had a 62 yard field goal which ties his own franchise record to end the first half put the Cardinals up 21 10 that is Prater's 73rd career field goal of 50 or more yards which is by far the most in NFL history it might be a little underrated to have a yeah. kicker as dependable and with such a strong leg that is still accurate as Matt Prater. Yeah, I mean, he's an ageless wonder. He just keeps doing it, and he's got the strong leg. Uh, that kick was such a line drive, but a lot of power behind it. We, he even proved he didn't have need the laces to be how they are supposed to be, and kickers make excuses all the time that, you know, if it's not exactly right, and he just – there's no excuses for, for Matt Prater because he's that good. He doesn't um, – he can overcome a couple of things like that and just the powerful leg, the numbers through the years, Zach. I mean, what he's been able to do. Uh, the Cardinals have a, a kicker that is literally one of the best ever to do it. He's aging just like fine wine. It just keeps, it just <laughs> right. keeps on getting just better. Just like you, Zach, on your birthday. Stop <laughs> it. I'm only 22. I've only – this is only year number two of being legal. But the fact is Matt Prater has been in the league for 17 years. I was four years old. When he started in the league? Maybe don't tell him that. I'm not going to tell him that. Matt, I got you. I was 15. No, I, listen, it, it, the stats that he has in his 62-yard kick, albeit was incredible, could have even went from 65, Jonathan Gannon said. But as much as it was about tying his franchise record and going into halftime on that walk-off kick, that was also his 1,701 career point. That knocked him up into 19th in the all-time NFL career list for all-time career points incredible you don't necessarily uh, circle a kicker as your player to watch ahead of time but it Matt Prater has kept the Cardinals in games they've been going into field goal range so many times and when they haven't been able to get into the red zone as they struggled to do in the game against the commanders and they struggled to do in the beginning or in the latter half against the New York Giants Matt Prater has been the one to rely on the Cardinals scored on all five possessions in the first half Sunday against the Cowboys in their 28 to 16 win, let's time. It's time now to bring out the whiteboards. Everybody's favorite time of morning scramble. We're gonna start right. with our player of the game. Are you gonna be drawing one for this, like drawing yeah, is a there design? An illustration, Danny. I feel like I have today? no choice at this point. Okay, <laughs> it's a way of life. I mean, at this I might point. as well just embarrass myself week after week, right? Okay, you got to give me a second. No, you're good. How do you draw this? So normally, I, like, after rewatching these shows, I realize I have a tendency of like peeking over to see what Danny's drawing. I'm staring right in the camera. <laughs> I'm trying to be as surprised as could be for this one. Yeah, we're always excited to see the uh, the art. <laughs> I just I I don't know if I broke the rules here today, but we'll see. Okay, we'll see. let's see, Jody. 
Who's your, who was your first? player of the game and so, the Cardinals went over the Cowboys? It's players, if you guys will allow it. You know, we were talking yesterday about the offensive line. Uh, shout out to all of them. But in particular, DJ Humphreys and Paris Johnson, we are seeing that the Cardinals have tremendous tackles. We knew that about DJ. We know what he can do at Paris Johnson, taking these back to the draft. You know, and first-round picks are not always a no-brainer, right, especially that high. But Paris Johnson looks like a force for the Cardinals now for the next decade plus, and that is going to be awesome to see. Um, yeah, anytime you put up the type of yards that the Cardinals did yesterday, a lot of credit to them. Micah Parsons is a beast. Uh, these guys were up to the challenge. You know, I know their storyline coming in. Again, Paris knew uh, Micah going back to their high school days and college recruiting in the Big Ten. And so there was that little extra there. But, you know, DJ Humphreys, too, you just see him, um, you know, blocking Micah Parsons, t- taking care of business, doing what he knows that he needed to do. And that gave this team a big lift to know that, hey, this guy is the talk of the NFL, but we can handle it. Great, great blocking, too, by the offensive line, specifically yeah. on Rondale Moore's touchdown. Just incredible blocking. And you're right, Jody. The Cardinals made Micah Parsons, who is arguably the best defender in the league at the moment, a non-factor. Parsons with just two quarterback hits, one tackle for loss, one sack, which when you look at his numbers, that's nothing. Very yeah. impressive performance by the offensive line. So we wanted to give them a shout-out because they don't always get the credit they deserve, right? And we all wanted to pay a little tribute. We will allow you players of the game. Apostrophe S. Try to that. clean no that up for next week. Well, no, I mean, parentheses, parentheses. <laughs> my bad. The whole all the writing, all the writing <laughs> listen. I, I get it. I, what am I, a journalist or something? Grammar, grammar. <laughs> Zach, who is your player of the game? Okay, so this one I know has no apostrophe or anything (laughs) like that. I will say one quick point, though, about uh, Jody's point about Micah and Paris Johnson Jr. knowing each other since Paris Johnson was in high school and was at camp. I asked asked, uh, Paris during the press conference postgame in the media scrum, I said to him, I said, you know, you said that you've been looking forward to this matchup with Micah ever since then. Did you say anything to him afterwards? He's like, man, he didn't want to say anything, but I gave him a nice little <laughs> tap on the shoulder and said, I look forward to this. And he gave out one of his trademark Paris Johnson laughs, which was incredible. Somebody else that was laughing on his way to the sideline was Kaiser White with the game-winning interception. 14 tackles for him, led the entire team. Uh, Keytrell Clark had 10, but eight solo tackles for Kaiser White, which also matches the Cowboys' most tackles that they had for any player, which was eight. But Kaiser White was dominant, and that game-winning interception in the end zone, how he reeled John, uh, Dak Prescott in. He did not. He saw Brandon Cooks coming from his backside and switched a little bit, move a step to his left, and that's ultimately what drew Dak Prescott to throw that ball in. And I spoke to Kaiser White after the Washington Commanders game, and he said to me, he goes, we're trying to be the best defense in the NFL. It doesn't matter what people are saying about us. We're a hungry team. Hungry dogs run faster. And they showed it in this one, and to see him embrace Jonathan Gannon postgame, knowing that he put his neck on the line for him, bringing him over from the Philadelphia Eagles to the Arizona Cardinals, giving him that green dot and the responsibility of being one of the captains on the defense definitely stood out, and you have to be happy for both of them. Kaiser White is the only NFL player through three games with 30 or more tackles, a sack, and an interception. He's been flying around the field for this Cardinals defense, a great acquisition. Are you all ready to see my drawing? I think this I don't actually know might if be, anything can prepare us for this. this you know what, this is actually my best one yet. I went with Josh Dobbs, oh, low-hanging fruit there, but I did a rocket ship. It's very good, Danny. Wow. You can tell what it is, right? Yes. You, you, can you that one you can tell. That is my most clear drawing. Uh, we, we have liftoff. <laughs> we have lift. The pastronaut. Uh, Josh Dobbs 
has looked better week after week. He's been in the league for seven years, mostly as a backup, hasn't seen a lot of time. This is the first time in his career he's had three straight starts, his first career win over a team. He actually got his first career start last year when he was with the Tennessee Titans. Josh Dobbs has been commanding this team. He had quick releases. He was smart with the ball against the Cowboys defense that was leading the league in sacks and takeaways and continued to use his legs, showcasing that mobility. He had a 44-yard run on the second play of the game on what was a 54-yard scoring drive where the Cardinals scored a field goal. So 44 of those 54 <laughs> yards came from Josh Dobbs' legs. It's been incredibly impressive the way he has acclimated being an Arizona Cardinal for roughly a month, but it seems like the rhythm and the timing and understanding the scheme has really started to, to mesh well for Josh Dobbs and what yeah. he does. And it's been very impressive to see him step into to this moment and improve week after week. He was carrying that game ball in every interview, in the press conference room. He was not you you can't side. help but smile and, and root for a guy yeah. like Dobbs and how smart he is and how hard he works. And again, the position he's been put in to come in, you know the franchise quarterback is going to be coming back from an injury at some point. To have to learn this scheme before week one, just six practices in, and the way he's progressed has just been incredibly impressive. He's so likable. He's he's not he could be making a million excuses about why maybe he isn't doing this that or the other but look at yesterday 17 of 21 only four incompletions and you know taking the ball literally running with it uh, seizing the opportunity going back to last week where the trucking moment got a lot of attention on that 23 yard touchdown but he basically said yeah you know I have this opportunity. I'm not close to the end zone. I'm not waiting anymore. Like you said, Danny, he's been in the league seven years. He's really prepared for this moment, but it almost never came. I mean, the Cardinals made this move right before the season, and it's really worked out well. What I also liked about him, just to add to your point about him being player of the game, Danny, and I think there's really no question, is that it's almost what he didn't do. He didn't force things. When he was sacked, which was only one time, he held onto the ball. He didn't get flustered. He didn't force the ball like Dak Prescott did, who was when in his 100th career start. He forced that ball to Brandon Cooks. There were three defenders there. Kaiser White, obviously, mm -hmm. it almost seemed fitting there because I know they were talking a little bit during the game too, but a lot of poise, Josh Dobbs, like you mentioned, Danny. It's really impressive. Very impressive. I don't know if you had a point there. <laughs> what else there. can we you say know, about I'll, Josh Dobbs? Actually, <laughs> actually here's, what, here's what I'll add. I'll add something about Josh Dobbs because you mentioned about the progressions. The Michael Wilson long ball, yeah. that was his second read. Was, I think was, it's actually was, second or third even, it, right? It could have been. I know yeah. Hollywood Brown was the was the red route there. He was the one that was supposed to be getting the ball in that one. For them to motion all the way out there and for Michael Wilson to be all the way downfield, no one in sight of, of Michael Wilson. The fact that he was able to go that far and look through multiple different progressions shows that it, the moment was not too big yep. for him. In a game against the Dallas Cowboys, his third time starting in a row for the first time in his career, he definitely stood up. 69-yard catch for the rookie wide receiver Michael Wilson. Jody, that was your turning point of the game. Why? <laughs> and it was, and it's funny because, I, again, really, I felt like the defense had to come up big in this game, and they did. But why? Okay, why is because I was having a little bit of a flashback to the previous <laughs> week. Different game, I know. But look, they had, last week had a 20 to nothing lead. Uh, this time around 21 to 10. I mean, this team's been unbelievable in the first half. They have, they've outscored opponents 54 to 20, which you love. Last couple seasons, it was so hard to get going, and now they're just, they're actually crushing opponents <laughs> in the first half. Now, it felt it slipping away a little bit all of a sudden. 
You come out of the half. The energy's still there, but they had to punt. First time they punted all game in the third quarter. Next possession, they had to punt again. I'm starting to worry. I'm sitting in the press box. I'm starting to grab the chair. I'm starting to, I'm starting to worry about what is going to happen next. And then that play happened. Uh, again, great, uh, great route by Michael Wilson to kind of get through the traffic, get free. Great job by Josh Dobbs. Not, I mean, people probably say, oh, well, how could you miss him? But quarterbacks do it. I, I, I don't know about that wide open, but quarterbacks do it all the time. They, they miss it for whatever reason. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to process. But again, Josh Dobbs and his rocket scientist brain, maybe that was you know, easy for him. But um, he made the big plays when he had to. And so for me, when I saw that play take place, and you go 69 yards, the, the most explosive of all the explosive plays yesterday, um, that's what they needed. And, you know, of course, they get down in the red zone, it's a little bit harder, but to be able to convert the touchdown to Hollywood Brown, um, yeah, for me, that was the turning point. I'm, I mean, there could have been two or three really big turning points. The interception was a big turning point. Um, gosh, early on in the game, just getting out to that 21 to 10 lead. But the fact that they didn't let it slip away and, you know, they still, I think there's something there. You have, if you're going to self-diagnose and, and the team will on both sides of the ball, there's definitely an adjustment that's being made by defenses to make it harder. You score 21 in the first half, you only score seven in the second half. They're going to have to keep progressing there. But that, to me, that play is what allowed them to continue, um, you know, every, and I feel like there was a sigh of relief. Did you, am I crazy? And was I the only no, one? No, I don't, I Did definitely. you guys still take a deep breath? <laughs> oh, 69. Oh, We're going to keep marching down the field. It was such an exciting play, too, because he was so wide open. And you're questioning, how is this Cowboys defense that's getting talked about as being one of the best yeah. in the league? How did they leave a rookie with that wide open down the field? But Michael Wilson exposed that defense, went all the way downfield for that 69-yard reception. I do think, though, we need to put a petition. If I'm Nolan Cooney, I'm not putting on my cleats until the second half. We go into halftime, and then I'm putting on my cleats. I saw a power ranking that said, like, the top teams, and then you have first-half Cardinals. And that's that's how we're ranked up in the NFL because, man, have they been killing it so far. Cardinals overcame fourth-quarter struggles. First two weeks, they were outscored 27-0. Despite having a lead at halftime, both games, they were able to hang on to their lead and get that 28-16 win over the Cowboys. Let's describe how we're feeling about this win through song, shall we? <laughs> That's a deal. Through song. We yes. don't have to sing, but at least <laughs> write down what song you think. Oh gosh, I'm so the erasing part here is rough when you have. I know two it names. takes a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I just want to grab like. By the way, I have to. I'm gonna call myself out. I appreciate you calling me out for the apostrophe thing because I deserve <laughs> it. Nobody called me out when last week and I said Kevin Hart and I was talking about his song. I said Kevin Hart, the rapper. I meant to say Kevin Hart, the comedian, has a rap album. <laughs> I was so mad at myself about that that I had to I had to apologize to all of you at home. I, I'm sorry. It's funny, <laughs> I guess, but it's okay. Don't beat yourself up. All right. No, it's and self-reflection. I also have to make the board be like so clean that it's perfect. It's not. Am I the first one ready? I'll go with my song. You do it. I went with the Rocky theme song, and I don't know if that counts as an actual song, but this is what came to mind when I thought about this win over the Cowboys, where the Cardinals, from everybody, from all national media, were not expected to win, not expected to hold their own. In fact, the Cardinals have had, from the outside, very low expectations, and they have surpassed all of those. The Cardinals had an underdog win over the Dallas Cowboys Sunday, and that's why I went with that song. It's been impressive that this team is in what many would consider 
not a rebuild, but maybe a transition year. Your franchise quarterback is hurt. Mm -hmm. Your star defender, Buda Baker, is on IR with a hamstring injury. Some of the players that the Cardinals front office has walked away from or traded, you can tell that they are really not just focusing on success right now in the moment, but also in the long haul and the winning culture they are trying to instill and, and really turn things around. So it's been impressive when you have a quarterback who's been here for a month lead this offense the way that he has. When you have a running back in James Conner who has been injury prone and hasn't really been able to handle the load so well in the past couple years in his career has been doing that exceedingly well through the first few weeks. When you have a defensive line with not a lot of star power behind it, but with the rotation and despite having injuries, has been doing a good job holding their own for the yeah. most part. The outside linebackers. I mean, you go from every position, and it seems like this Cardinals team is surpassing expectations as the underdog. That's why I went with the Rocky theme song. I like it. Thank you. Jody. what was your My song? Turn? Okay. I, again, physicality was the theme here for me. The O-line a little bit again. This is to the O-line. <laughs> Can I say that? <laughs> Jody, okay? that is incredible. <laughs> I For those who can't read it, tell them what your song is. Move. You know. <laughs> we don't have a bleep button. Ludicrous. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to give our producer a heart attack. You guys have all heard this at a football game from every level, from high school to yeah. college to uh, they play it a lot after a first down or after a, a, a very, uh, you know. Yeah, I mean, the o they were moving people out of the way, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Shout out Ludicrous. I could do <laughs> Jacob's laughing over here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I thought about this for a while. I wasn't – last week it was just flowing, like, with the, uh, you know, kind of the heartbreak theme. And then this this time I was kind of like, what can I go with, like, shock the world, you know, kind of shocked everyone. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I just – I just this came to mind. Just, I didn't know you had that in you, Jody. Is, I love great, it. This is, like, a great – it's also a great running song, by the way. It's on my Like a motivated just, tactic. Move! Just, yeah. I, I, I play it on the days that I need a little extra motivation. So, little tip for you guys. Guys, if you want to add that to your running playlist out there, that's, <laughs> that's great. Incredible. That's Don't incredible. run nearly as fast as anyone on the football field. Trust <laughs> me on that. But what do you got, Zach? So for my, I, I want to also uh, Danny hit on the Rocky theme song. Kaiser said in his post game that he came from Philadelphia, where he heard that Rocky theme song a lot, and his. I don't displeasure for the Dallas Cowboys uh, has remained. <laughs> so when we talked about the trash talking with uh, with Dak Prescott, it was evident. JG said in a viral clip that he was looking for killers. How about Cowboy Killers? I love it. Because they were able to go out. Now, granted, full transparency, I've never actually listened to the song. <laughs> but the title was just way too good to pass up. I did think about Dallas Cowboy fans. Obviously, their fan base is, is reputable. And one person that came to mind was Post Malone. And my personal feeling about it is the song Better Now because I'm definitely feeling a lot better now yeah. after the first two games and now with this one coming with the win, getting that first one. We know that the Cardinals might have been in that transition period, but if the second half in both those games went to Cardinals' favor, this is a completely different conversation. You start looking a little bit more long-term beyond January if you were able to start 3-0. Getting ahead for the first divisional matchup against the San Francisco 49ers from San Francisco next Sunday. It's a 125 kickoff. For Jody Jackson and Zach Gershman, I'm Danny Sarai. Thank you so much for joining us here on Morning Scramble. We'll see you all right here next week.